J.D., Jean-Marie, and Bryce. This cathedral church is filled today with people who love you. And I know that the coming days will bring good wishes and gifts. But I say to you, one of the most precious gifts you will receive is from the people who are standing in this cathedral here today. Thank you very much to all of you who fill this cathedral church. In a special way, thank you to you who are standing. I know it is an indication of your great love and support for these men, and we deeply appreciate it. Words that are spoken can be powerful realities. The spoken word has an effect, and it can be a commanding agent and tool of change. In our first reading today, we are presented with the power of the spoken word. The reading is the classic account of the call of the prophet Jeremiah. We heard again the exchange between Jeremiah and the living God about the words that God entrusts to those whom he calls in a special way to serve him. In response to his call by God, Jeremiah protests that he is too young and he does not know how to speak. In essence, Jeremiah is saying that he does not have the words and he does not know what to say. In response, however, God assures Jeremiah that he will be provided with the words to speak and those words will have a powerful effect. In speaking the word of God, Jeremiah will serve as a mouthpiece for God and will speak words entrusted to him to assist in accomplishing God's desire for all his people. To be a caretaker of sacred words entrusted to us is a serious responsibility and one that once he is assured by God, the reluctant Jeremiah agrees to undertake. Jean-Marie, Bryce, and John David, in a way similar to Jeremiah, the word of God, the sacred scripture, was entrusted to you at the time of your ordination as a deacon. As deacons, you have proclaimed the word of God entrusted to you. On this day, the day of your ordination as priest, our Lord Jesus Christ and his holy church stand ready now to entrust to the three of you more responsibility with regard to the power of spoken words. These are the spoken words that are found in the timeless rites and rituals of the church, sacred words that have been entrusted to the care of those who minister as ordained priest. John David, Bryce, and Jean Marie, the most profound words that are entrusted to you in your ministry as priest are rooted in our gospel reading for this ordination liturgy. The gospel focuses us on the words and actions that our Lord Jesus Christ undertook at the Last Supper which Jesus shared with his apostles. As such, this gospel refers us to the most important words and ritual actions that are undertaken by a priest. 
which are the words of institutions spoken and the actions performed over the bread and wine during the celebration of the Eucharist. You have all heard these words each time you have been present for the celebration of the Eucharist. Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Spoken by a priest, these words of institution, accompanied by ritual actions, transform bread and wine into the precious body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. In addition to the words of sacred scripture that were entrusted to you as a deacon, these sacred words are now entrusted to you as priest. And as priest, you will feed God's people spiritually and physically with the body and blood of his Son. But the words of institution are not the only words that a priest speaks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and his church. There are these words spoken by a priest during the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. God, the Father of mercies, through the death and resurrection of his Son, has reconciled the world to himself and sent the Holy Spirit among us for the forgiveness of sins. Through the ministry of the church, may God give you pardon and peace. And I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now closely connected to these sacred words theologically are also the following words spoken by a priest during the anointing of the sick. Through this holy anointing, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. Through use of these sacred words spoken during the sacraments of reconciliation and the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, the sacraments of healing, my brothers, you will bring forgiveness, healing, and hope to God's people as you celebrate these sacraments with them and for them. Finally, in certain circumstances, priests may also confer the sacrament of confirmation with these words, be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. Again, through use of these sacred words, you will call down the Holy Spirit upon those whom you are able to confirm and release the power of the Holy Spirit into their lives to strengthen, console, and to comfort them for the task that God asks of them to undertake as those chosen, anointed, and sent forth by him. Therefore, Jean-Marie Bryce and John David, like Jeremiah, 
Jesus Christ entrusts to you today through his church many responsibilities as ordained priest, and being caretakers and proclaimers of these sacred words and ritual actions are among them. However, I would be remiss if I did not also mention the additional responsibility placed upon those who are entrusted with the task of speaking these words in celebration and prayer with others. In the rite of ordination, the following is stated to those newly ordained when the chalice and paten are presented to them. And very soon these words will be spoken to you. And I quote, Receive the oblation of the holy people to be offered to God. Understand what you do, imitate what you celebrate, and conform your life to the mystery of the Lord's cross. End quote. In this instruction given to you, my brothers, by the church, you are challenged to imitate what you celebrate. You are challenged to put into practice in your own life the sacred words that you will speak as a priest. I think that the responsibility to imitate what you celebrate is captured in the homespun wisdom and yet profound insight that comes from the catchphrase, if you are going to talk the talk, then you have to walk the walk. I'm certain that you have heard this said before, and perhaps like me, even used it on a few occasions to make a point. In doing a little research recently on this catchphrase, talk the talk and walk the walk, I learned that part of its origin probably lies in a phrase that has been attributed to Benjamin Franklin. And that phrase is, and I quote, well done is better than well said. As profound and mysterious a reality as comes about when you speak sacred words as a priest, it is necessary for your own spiritual growth and enrichment that the words you speak be in conformity with the actions you do apart from the celebration of the sacraments. Your words spoken and actions done should be in harmony with one another. If our words and actions do not substantially coincide, we risk the danger of hypocrisy, of talking the talk, but not walking the walk. Remember also that in the classic line from the parable of the talents, that Jesus declares to the two servants who acted on what was entrusted to them, well done, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come share your master's joy. The text does not say, well spoken, my good and faithful servant. In fact, the servant who only spoke words to the master, hiding that which had been entrusted to him, is severely punished. Therefore, putting these sacred words into action in your own lives as priest must be a spiritual priority for you 
at all times. In living the words of institution over the bread and wine, allow yourselves to become what you receive and present to the people of God. Become the presence of Jesus to them when the people are focused or confused or afraid. Become the presence of God when the people are joyful or sorrowful. Become the presence of God when people's lives are messy or well-ordered. Become the presence of God when what they ask of you is convenient or inconvenient for you at the time. Give yourselves in service to God's people as priest, just as Jesus gives himself to the Father and to us in the words of institution. Bryce, John David, and Jean-Marie, may your constant desire to know forgiveness and reconciliation in your relationships with those whom you serve, with your bishop and with your brother priest, be a manifestation that you know the sacred words of forgiveness you will speak to others in the sacrament of reconciliation will bear abundant fruit in your own lives when these words are consistent with your own desire to ask for and to receive forgiveness from God and from others. Forgive as quickly as you wish to be forgiven. Become the healing and hopeful presence of God to those over whom you will speak the sacred words of the anointing of the sick. Yes, you must bow to the mystery of those suffering from illness, but you can in so many ways help them to carry the cross of illness and pain. Be their Simon of Cyrene as you anoint them in hope. In these and in so many other ways, you will indeed talk the talk and walk the walk and manifest in your lives that well done is better than well said. I would be remiss if today I did not mention a group of people who were very much aware of the power of giving witness to others by their lives. Today is the feast of the martyrs of Uganda, St. Charles Lawanga and his companions, who were martyred in the year 1886 in the country of Uganda after refusing to deny their Catholic faith. Jean-Marie, one of those being ordained, is named for one of the Ugandan martyrs, and Jean-Marie's parents and family members are here today from the country of Uganda. On this feast of the martyrs of Uganda with the universal church throughout the world, today we thank God for the faith example that these martyrs provide to us. And we ask their intercession for our own efforts to put into practice the faith that we profess with our lips. Let me also further state that I am deeply grateful to the parents and families 
of all three of those being ordained today. You, their family members and their friends, have nurtured their faith and supported them to this moment in their lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the Mathern, Higginbotham, and Nisambu families for sharing your sons and brothers, your loved ones with the church as they are ordained today to minister as priest of Jesus Christ. This weekend, we are also celebrating the 40th anniversary of the establishment of the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. For 40 years, the bishops, priests, <coughs> deacons, <coughs> consecrated religious, and the lay faithful of this diocese have been building up the kingdom of God here along the bayous and journeying together to the everlasting life that is to come. The words of sacred scripture and the sacred words of the sacrament have been both spoken and put into practice here. Bryce, Jean-Marie, and John David, today you become an important part of the history of this diocese as you are ordained as priest, and much is entrusted to you and to your pastoral care in the name of the church here in Homa Thibodeau. As we celebrate our 40th anniversary as a diocese, we thank God for the gift of each one of you. Always seek to implement into your lives the sacred words that are entrusted to you. May your well done be as good as and even better than your well said. And may God, who has begun such good work in each of you, bring it one day to completion. Amen.